I would put it I'm on sorry. a bun. You could fit the pickles. You could put fit pickles in there. And the pickles. You can fit the pickles in there. You can fit the pickles in there. Come on. Pickle chicken sandwich. Take it away, John Friggin Smith. Welcome to the rabbit hole. How did we end up on that rabbit hole? Where all you knew is wrong. And rules are just suggestions. Made up as we go along. And who knows what you'll find here Maybe heaven or your worst fears Whatever it may be It's yours to keep forever Just in time, you've entered a rabbit hole Please, go down further Where there's philosophy hidden within stupidity My nipples are sweating (laughs) What are they doing to that chicken? They're punching holes in it. You know, what? I want to teabag that. Hank Azaria. He can make weird noises. You're fucking weird. You guys are horrible. Bunion rings? Like, I, I wouldn't eat those. What the fuck? Hey. Even if it was Paul Bunyan themed, like, you know Anyone? what I mean? Like, flannel onion rings or something like that. Yeah, like, yeah I had a heart attack. Fuck you. It's a sunny, shiny day. Yeah. <laughs> Fat people need love, too. And welcome back to the rabbit hole. Or if your first time, welcome to the rabbit hole. You are just in time. And we are the J&T Baggers. Yes, I held my, my arms out like Jesus. Dang! As he in her monologues. Tiger Duggan. And Norman Blunt. Fuck you. Uh, nice to see you guys again this week. We, we, we've got a nice streak going here, huh? Mm-hmm. Fuck you. It's nice. It's, it's kind of nice. It's we've been hitting a nice little stride. Come, the comeback is feeling good. Dang! <laughs> what do you mean? There's never a comeback. Fuck you. We're never gone. No, I was never gone. I am a constant. I am like the tree in the backyard of a house that keeps getting sold. <sighs> that has to suck for that tree to never have a true family. <laughs> they all cry about dogs, but a lot of the times dogs do get to kind of stick with one family. Not all of them, obviously, but they at least, they get loved. Some trees, they just get cut down. And dogs also get abandoned in houses that uh, people have to move out of and they don't care for the dog anymore. They can't take it or take it to a shelter, so they leave it there to die. They could at least just let the dog out. They do Let it fend for itself on the streets. It's got a better chance at survival, honestly, than sitting in an empty house. And they just, they just leave. People feed dogs that walk down the street. Fuck you. Cats too, but not children. <laughs> the fuck, hell yeah, people feed kids walking down the street that are like, if you noticeably know they're homeless. If I know a kid's homeless and he's walking down the street, I'm calling somebody. <laughs> that kid's getting taken away from his parents. Not to sound fucked up, but... That's how it is. Fuck you. Yeah, dude, if you have a kid, man, you, you better have your shit together. Fuck you. You know what I mean? Like, really? You're gonna let that kid fucking support you? Fucking. Yeah, actually, no, no. Corn makes a good point, though, here. Because a lot of people, they, they act as if having a kid it makes you instantly grow up. But that is not the case. A lot of people are still very, very much immature about this, about every aspect of life. Even after having a child, sometimes the child that's fueled to the fire. Now, Rookie, I know you got a look on your face, but hear me out here, my friend. 
Oh, no, I, I'm in total agreement. I actually want to input real quick. You know for a fact that a, a kid doesn't make anyone grow up when you have how many countless people strung out on cocaine, crackheads, fucking everything that goes behind what is the horrible part of our society and life usually also has to do with, well, you. there's always that little comment that's, and they don't take care of their kids. Yeah. So you know there's the, not everyone gains any version of responsibility from getting a kid. If you do the right thing, you do, but not everyone does the right thing. Now, on a smaller scale as opposed to, I'm going more on the smaller scale as opposed to the full-on, the, the, the people that definitely deserve to have their children taken away from them, and those children deserve to be put into a safe goddamn place with, you know, Thank food you. and all that stuff. But on the smaller scale of the... The continued immaturity after parental initiation, if you will. Yes, I tried to use as many big words as I could just now. Did I sound like a professional? No. Initiation sounded scary, dude. Like the, okay. Well, okay, you didn't quite get to experience. I was gonna say initiate one of the initiations, I guess, for guys as far as becoming a parent is if you happen to walk around that corner during the birthing process and take a peek there between that valley. That you love so much and you happen to see that crowning achievement, as it were. Now, uh, no, I know, I did, but you know you know what I mean, though. As far as a, an initiation, that would be one of the good ones there, I think. Cause... Well, I can tell you still, you gotta <laughs> think. if they, the, Once you hear natural birth, you're, you're like, oh, shit. But on a smaller scale of that continued immaturity... There, there are people, I consider it a sickness, though. I consider it something that that's kind of vile for people to do just because of a superstition, I guess, more. But uh, now, now you might not admit it, but I know a lot of parents, they use their kids to lie. Fuck you. In, in different situations. Sometimes it's real simple. Sometimes, sometimes it's not a lie. And you know what I mean? Which is what creates that cry wolf situation. Hear me out. Oh no! Here's an, here's another grant. I've seen a lot of people, a lot of coworkers that just conveniently have sick babies every Friday. You know what I mean? That that kind of situation where, <laughs> it, it, okay, let's be real. It's because they know nobody is really gonna question it. If someone says they have a ki- sick kid, psychologically, when someone tells you that they have a sick kid, your initial thought is concern for that child. Oh my God! I hope your baby's okay. No, get out of here. Sometimes, though, that baby's perfectly fine. Now, Rookie, I do have to extend the question to you. You being the only parent in this rabbit hole here. Okay. Have you? I won't say 100% in that exact way, but in a way, yes. I've used Layla's sickness to get out of work. I've used Regina's work, not even with a kid, Regina's work to get out of work. But it was one of those, like, situations where they actually were in that situation where I probably could have went to work and just said, fuck it, I'm taking the day. Like, Layla has a dentist appointment or something like that? Fuck yeah, I'm day off, dude. I get it scheduled early in the morning because by 12, you usually don't, you can't get shit done because you usually leave, like, 3, 5 at the latest. And you're just like, ah, fuck it. By the time I get out there from driving, no, no point. Now, on saying that... Have you ever used the baby as an excuse to get out of podcasting? No. Corn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've actually said, like, 
I can't because my family. When my baby needs me, I go. I got to my baby. My baby's an idiot. I love him though. <laughs> Fuck you. No, I'm not saying like that, dude. My baby's a fucking. I love him. <laughs> what baby do you have, Cord? Oh, my my number one, my nephew, first nephew. Fuck you. Was a fucking genius. <laughs> I just had to ask because I know that I I know some. Okay, for me, it's because I'm of course me being the non-parent at work a lot of the times too. This is a situation where I'm I'm the one that's stuck covering for these sick babies. <laughs> like, here's the thing: Do you guys remember being sick when you were a kid? You would be sick for like it was uh, when you actually think about it. It's immaculate. You're only sick for usually about six hours. Today, I was a goddamn thug. <laughs> What's messed up, though, is a couple of these co-workers, because we work in a sports bar, have made the mistake of coming back to work later that day to drink. Fuck you. No, see, that's something, that's a, that's rookie mistake number one. Before you even do that, you don't do that. That's something like a college football player hears about the NFL, and then they make sure they don't do it when they're in the NFL. When you want to use an excuse of any version of your kid being sick, first of all, the best way to do it is your kid actually being sick in the beginning. It doesn't matter if they're only a six, seven hour flu. Because, yeah, it sucks having a kid that's sick because you can't really leave them with people when you're no, working. Bad, well, you can't leave them with people when you're working. Most people don't want a sick fucking kid around them. No, because so, the kid wants you, period. I beg to differ, though. It depends on the sick child. Now, if, if it's just like a... If the kid's just got a fever... As a babysitter, as someone who used to be a babysitter, I don't mind that because that kid's not going to be up my ass. I'll sit with that kid all day. Bring a bucket in, bring some water in, keep the kid hydrated. Fuck you. That's a that's a chill, easy money babysitting day. <laughs> but that's not everyone. I, I, I And I do get that because, well, and that's not every, unfortunately, that's not every situation with a sick child either. Yeah, because the, the thing that sucks is... The only reason I ever stress out is Lily does have a weak-ass immune system. Not my... It's one of those, so... Alright, I'll give it to you if you're sick. Let's see how sick you are. Plus, last time I sent her to school when she was sick, she threw up everywhere. So now I have a very bad complex of not sending her to school sick. I'm not saying your child's vindictive, but did you at least... Did you for even a second get that thought like maybe she... Maybe she went all out to fake it? No. Because the whole thing was, I spent the whole night in the fucking hospital after that with her and, like, felt horrible because the doctor gave me all the symptoms and it was shit leading up. So I was like, no, that's weak. You can go to school. And I went, oh, fuck. She, like, she had all the symptoms of scarlet fever and was almost fucking there and wound up fucking, was, they gave her the right medicine and she got away from it. But it was fucking crazy because it, like, starts off with this, like, weird, like, slow rash that starts building and you're just like no okay it, it, she's allergic to grass she plays at school Jason, fuck you there's a reason why she wears a face mask everywhere she goes there's an elephant in the room okay yeah my kid's asian so the, hence weak immune system thanks a-bomb have they tested her for sars <laughs> fuck you <laughs> so then she gets a fever and i'm like okay well once you break a fever you're fine you can go to school even if you have the sniffles you break a fever you're fine that's always what i was told so you broke the fever. You broke the fever. 
Can you shut your fucking face for a minute? Yes, I will. She gets a sore throat. And then she started, that's when I was like, no, sore throat's fine. She goes to school, throws up apparently fucking everywhere. They put her in loner clothing home. <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna lie, just, just chronologically hearing that, you are a dick. Fuck you. Yeah, shut up. No, but just the fact that a one-two-three punch didn't trigger any kind of, like the one-two punch already. Like if I see rash and she's showing and fever right there already, I'm fucking scared. Okay, first of all, this this sounds horrible on my part. It's not a bad rash. Okay. No, I seem worse. The first the first symptom that that fucking rash that almost fucking killed me last year of that rash actually being something more than just a fucking like you know what yeah, i mean because ingrown because hair or something skin, was the fever that fucking kicked yeah on it was me. the seep no it was the fever no it was the toxins trying to be like ex- excreted from your skin dude and it, it wasn't enough fuck you I, it wasn't a snake bite corn <laughs> i need to go world traveling because i know somewhere in the world me in this exact form un unshaven uncamped untrimmed Australian girls say hey. Yeah, my fat ass is probably a goddamn pimp somewhere. I just haven't found the country yet. It's probably a country where podcasting doesn't exist and they just have never, they'll never hear of DJ Van Nielsen. No, realistically, it's probably America in the South. I'm half black. I'm more liable to get hung from a tree. No, you go to Black South, not Racist South. Okay. Black South doesn't like me. No, you go to Black South and you find a white woman. What are you... What? Okay, okay, those kind of white chicks are disappointed with me because I'm not dark enough. It's not the the size of the black dick. It's the darkness of the black dick that they're really going for. They don't want to tell you that. Okay, part of it is size, yes. You're stumbling on something new. But... Don't don't continue. The darker the pole... The sweeter the hole? Yes, it, it... Think about it. You went there. Just look at porn. How many light-skinned black, black guys with the big giant cocks are smashing? Not a lot. Those BBCs are usually D-BBCs. If you think about it, that's because they're making all the dildos black black and not so, like... They have to be dark enough so that the schmegma glows on their dick. Yeah, I don't like that. I'm glad to know that I'm not the only one that notices that in porn. <laughs> it's not okay. Oh my goodness, <laughs> really. But it's a little bit less awkward between the three of us because we know that there's one more thing that we have in common, which is something that annoys us. And that's where the common ground is always the best with us, is the shit that we hate. Speaking of things that we hate, you know what we do not hate that we forgot to mention earlier? John freaking Smith. Yes, you heard the song at the beginning. Hear it in its entirety without our shitty voices at johnfreakinsmith.com or on iTunes. It's on the album Songs of the Great Collapse. And I recommend you get the whole goddamn album because it's just filled with an eclectic array of beautiful sounds. Dang. It's like... It's like an orgasm. You can go from a whispering meadow to... A weeping willow. And the sands of time. Dang. A whispering meadow? I want to slap you kind of... The, Wearing that turtleneck and saying Whispering Meadow is hipster to be slapped for. And then with the shoes, too, like, I seriously... Oh, with the shoes! 
I want to tackle you right now for the look that you're portraying right now. And you're doing it on accident, but you're looking full hipster right now. Like, if <laughs> I don't have enough style to do hipster. Redcorn. Fuck you. Redcorn. Mm-hmm. Am I making a point or am I not making a point here? Okay, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. If I, I with the jacket and everything, if I had Ray Bans and a douche stick, Dang. yeah. But but with some trooper shades, yeah, I, I get what he's talking there. Fuck you, corn. Let's 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 move on to a section that's starring you. Dang. The band song, as promised last week, since this little fuck didn't have his band song, you weren't even goddamn. You weren't even you. You weren't even coherent. Like now. Anyway. They're going to have pass. What, on banning a song? Uh-huh. No one else has a song fucking set up, Corn. Well, pass. What? Uh-huh. Corn. Uh-huh. Put your song up for ban. Uh-uh. Are you that drunk? Yeah, I'm not going to defend this because I, I don't have any good points right now, too. I'm just going to be an asshole about it completely, so I'm just going to have to pass. No, no, no. Okay, you don't have to put your one up for... Hall of Fame status. Nah, I'm not even like that, dude. It's just like, the, um, <laughs> I, I like this segment. I like to stir shit up, but I'm not gonna, not today. <laughs> I can't, I can't defend it. I don't want to be an asshole and not defend it either. So you're being an asshole. You were Switzerland. No one likes Switzerland, <laughs> dude. You were a fucking ass. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> we'll be right back after this commercial break. <laughs> hey, what up, people? This is Jay. And this is Jared. From the Hashtag Blackout Podcast. And when we are not geeking out on our show. Or talking about people getting suspended for silly things. We are checking out the Just In Time Podcast. And you should, too. We blacking out. Blacking out. Okay, and we're back and we've all composed ourselves. <laughs> Okay, corn. The floor is yours. Really? Yes. So it's my turn to ban the song today, huh? Indeed, it is. Well, it's gonna be Jay Z. I don't know how you guys feel about rap songs. Well, get in, get in a little closer and tell us about it. All right. Well, the way, the reason why I wanted to ban this dude is because it's only a hook, dude. Honestly, in the very beginning, and that's Jay Z, fucking. The story of OJ, you know, is a, I don't want to say it because they say it's offensive, but this guy's okay to say it, dude, honestly. And it's not okay to say it, man. You know what I mean? It, it, you can't you can't pe- say people that they're not allowed to say it, even though somebody, it's okay for them to say it. It's <laughs> stupid, dude. Uh, JC, fucking the story of OJ came out in fucking May 12th. May 21st. Oh, shit, my bad. May 21st, fucking 2016. Oh, this is very recent, Jay-Z then, huh? Yeah. You know what? I've never heard it, but I'm okay with that. I'm okay with banning it. That's that's a unanimous banning right there. Yeah, since we're bringing back the band song and getting back active on that one, uh, we we kind of started thinking uh, we should... It came because uh, I was watching Unbreakable. And... Hear me out. Unbreakable, Sam Jackson's character, Mr. Glass. A.K.A. I don't remember what is. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. Elijah or something like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, he always talked about how he and Bruce Willis's character were on opposite sides of the spectrum. 
Mm. You know what I mean? Opposite sides of the same spectrum. Right. One being easily broken, one being unbreakable, of course. Right. Well, we've been doing this band song thing and figured, why not bring those same exact parameters to the opposite side of the spectrum? Songs that cannot be banned from the J&T podcast. Of course, just like with the band song, it's if, you know, it's all hypothetical. If we ever had the rights to play these songs, these are the songs that, these are songs that, or at least songs that we're putting up that would never be allowed to be banned. Songs that are dear. But, of course, the exact same rules with, you know, with love as with hatred must come knowledge and must uh, must be a unanimous vote. Now, since Corn is way too drunk to be able to read his phone again, he he pulled a lot, he pulled a lot out of his ass there just now. <laughs> I think Rookie's got something queued up. I am searching it right now for the specs. I already have the song though. Well, I drug out that intro as long as I could too. Yeah, I know. Well, it is a night, a great night, almost like a white night, just less racist. He is a LBGYT or whatever it is, um, pro person. Sir Elton John. Oh. Benny and the Jets. Benny and the Jets. I would say that's a Hall of Fame song. Now, for the knowledge. That's going to take a second. (laughs) 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 I mean, we are called just in time, yet we never are. Fuck you. No, that's, that's the whole point of it. It's called just in time, but realistically, it's you, the listener, you. As I said at the beginning, you are just in time. And we are the JT Baggers. Benny and the Jets is a song composed by Elton John and Bernie Tapin. Tempin? <laughs> Tampon? Tampin? It looks almost like Tampoon. And I, I am sorry for fucking that shit up if he ever does hear this, but Tam, Tampin? The song first appeared on the Goodbye Yellow Brick Road album in 1973. Damn. <laughs> That's almost twice my age. Mm-hmm. So are we all chill with Benny and the Jets? Yep. Uh, yeah, Benny and the Jets. I, I have no beef with Benny. First Hall of Fame song. Yes. Inducted and an old tagline from from fucking way back in the day that we used to use for segments like this or situations such as this. Stamped. And approved. approved. Nice timing on that one, man. That was that was beautiful. <laughs> so, well, I guess that I guess that leads us to the, uh, you know, the segment. Yeah, well, I'll just let John Frigg Smith tell you what segment we're gonna do next. Thank you, Mr. Smith, for that lovely-ass intro that gets me in the mood. The mood for dude. That's good. It's rubbing off, isn't it? <laughs> I also pointed at you awkwardly when I said the mood just to make sure you knew it was coming. Rub-a-dude-dude. I want to see some nude. Dang. 
for a day. No? Too much? Well, see, now it's just like, now I'm just picturing you just jerking some dude off in the sh- in bathtub. like a bathtub. Yeah, yeah. see? <laughs> Boom. Rubber ducky, quack, quack. I'll take that snack. Gay. <laughs> Holy shit. I wouldn't be a bad gay pickup line, dude. Just me as a person, just wingman. I want to help these people find love. See, I'd be scared to hit on gays because I feel like like if I'm once I get rejected by gays, even though I'm not even gay, that, that's when it's like, okay, Dad, nobody loves me. Fuck you. That's, you know what? That's that's the plan now. I'm going to go to San Francisco, and every time I get rejected, I'm just going to take one step closer to that bridge. You know, That's fucked up. We watched that whole documentary. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, I think that would be a good challenge, hitting on a gay dude, see if you could pull him. Gay! Corn? Yep. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like that you guys are both like... You. Okay. You guys are both just down for that, okay? We need to get some hidden cameras in. So, uh, if there's any amateur hidden camera crews out there... Me and Corn go to a gay bar, see who gets picked up first? Yeah. <laughs> see if you can get yourselves competing over one dude? Fuck you. Oh, uh, if you guys gotta... If you guys have to dance off for the, like, the love of one dude... We have to find two really cool gay guys, so we can also do the reverse aspect of this project, so that way we Swapping? actually... Swapping? Let's see if which one can pick up a chick first. Gay. We'll have two gay guys, two straight guys, battle of gay. The well, oh, have the gay guys go pick up the chick? Yeah, see who can pick them okay, up first. Okay, that's just unfair. How is it unfair? Cause most chicks are like attracted to the gay guys. That's that's part of the stuff. <laughs> and even if they don't know it outright, they can sense it. And they can sense that there is something extremely sexy and ungettable about that guy. See, but it's not fair because <laughs> an extremely gay. abrasively sexy man, gay or straight, can get either one. Like, if you go into a gay bar and you just see, like, a two, you can pull him no, no problem. Same with if you go in, a, like, a cougar bar and you're, like, 22 and you look that damn good, you could pull a two without even... Look, you could be blind, not be able, you couldn't talk at all, and you would win. Yeah, this would have to be you and Corn doing this, picking up the gay guys. I've, I'm going to get rejected. So which which dude are you going to stick your hard dick into? John Cusack. Gay! God damn you, dude. How do you do that? Out of nowhere, just boom. It's like off the wall, like... Gay! Cookie? Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Oh, fuck off. Why, because he won't feel it? I suck his dick. I suck his dick raw. Rory Cochran. Yes, I had to look him up because I don't know his name. What the? F- who the fuck is Rory Cochran? Okay, go fuck yourself for saying who the fuck is Rory Cochran like that. Fuck you. All douchingly. I have no clue who this guy is. Okay, let me pull him up, okay? God. A movie? You're yelling at me, yes. You ever seen uh, Dazed and Confused? Yeah. Remember the guy with the with the long hair and the fucking hat? That's not a one. Fuck you. Fuck off, corn. He had like the really long hair. The only one that had like truly long hair, and the one that looked the most like a stoner, that looked the most like a stoner. Oh yeah. His eyes were damn near closed the whole time. Yeah, the entire time he was in a fucking car rolling weed. Yes. <laughs> I know who you're talking about now, but what the fuck? Yeah, before corn kills himself, as he is extremely inebriated, <laughs> I'm actually scared for him right now. Dang. We will go ahead and put this one to a close, as we have had a. Another close to an hour of 
fun and fantabulations. <laughs> yes, I said fantabulations. Dang. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Don't forget to follow us on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at JNT Podcast. Did I just say podcast? Yep. You can also uh, click those links down there on the description or copy and paste them. Don't be lazy, you fuckhead. Fuck you. But um, <laughs> yeah, hit us up on the, the, you know, join the JNT rabbit hole on Facebook if you want and have a little extra fun with us. There's a goddamn pun war going on down there in that rabbit hole that is, it's actually getting dangerous at times. B-Rob and the, and the Sasquatch are actually starting to throw puns all over the place. It's getting fun in there, but yeah, do all that, you know, subscribe. If you feel like going on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, whatever, and leaving us a review, you can do that too. But yeah, and check out JNT Baggers, JNT Baggers at Powdbean.com. Gold. Yeah. I, th- I, I think we've gotten weird enough today. Yeah. And this episode shall be adjourned. So we broke a fever, no problem. <laughs> she gets a sore... Fucking redneck. <laughs> Corn, calm it down. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't care what you say, just calm the tone down. You're breaking mics here. <laughs> so I imagine, you know, breaking the fever's fine, because then you're not contagious after the fever part. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go, 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 go. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't want to talk. You broke dude. the fever. I don't want to fucking talk. Fuck you, this guy. Speaking of fevers, did you ever see Fever Pitch? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I have, but. <laughs>